the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Hey, good afternoon. Greetings. Thanks for coming along today. The Wednesday edition, an absolutely perfect day mm. here in Western PA. Absolutely for gorgeous. Sure. Kath, good to see you. Thank you, John. Yeah, very nice. I'm happy uh, to be here. Very busy day here, is it not? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot in the news yep. today. Listen, before you though, take the edge off, you got Klondike's. Just saying. Now, if you were going to pick your favorite, first of all, do you like a Klondike? Yeah, sure. Christy? It's a Pittsburgh thing. She's not here. Okay. She's elsewhere. So. It's a Pittsburgh invention, you know, the Klondike. It is a Pittsburgh invention. So you got to like it. I like it very much. The dark chocolate Klondike or the crispy Klondike? So what's your, what would you go for? I would go for the dark choose? chocolate. You would go. Mm-hmm. I thank you, ver- thank you, Christy. I very much like the crispy. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. how much I like dark chocolate? Yeah, yeah. But I think the crispy is where it's crunch. Mm-hmm. Have you had the ones with um, the peanuts? No. They're what? like chalk. I think they're called Tin Roof Klondikes. Really? There's a little like, who's the peanut guy? Mr. Peanut? Mr. Peanut. Yeah. Mr. Peanut's on the front. Is it really? I've never seen them before. Uh-huh. Interesting. Now, that was several years ago. I try not to buy Klondikes often because I want to fit in my pants. Right. I think the only time I have a Klondike is whenever they show up here. Right. And they do show up here. Uh, Klondikes were very important to my mother. Really? Yes. She had a taste for them. And they were gluten-free. Of course. And my mom had celiac disease. Mm. And so especially mm. when she first found out she had celiac, it it's not like you could go to the grocery store and find stuff. Right. Or go to, out to eat. It, not was, just, the it time. was very, very hard to do those Much things. Much easier now. Much easier now. So, so anyway, she was living on Klondikes for a while. Cl- <laughs> Klondikes were important. Excellent. Mm-hmm. You do the chocolate, you do the vanilla ice cream, and you're good to go. Mm-hmm. Would that be dinner? That would not be dinner. Okay. Just a little <laughs> treat or thing. Right. But the crispy, I believe there's wheat in that. There's, uh, there's some in the fridge right now. Maybe, uh, see, I don't want to have one now because then that'll kill your dinner. I can't do that. Right. I can't eat dessert things in the afternoon. What? Unless what? it's like some uh, like my birthday or something. I just can't do that. If it was like 2 o'clock, 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock, I'd be fine. But, you know, then I'm backing it up. But I want to be hungry at dinner. Me too. I like that. Super excited. Yeah. I like that. Anyway. I'm glad we sorted all that out, Christy. We even did that without story. you. Christy, you like a Klondike? Eh, the, eh. the Reese ones. See, now that's another kind. How many Klondikes are there? What's the Reese? What's that? Is uh, it the, peanut butter ice cream? I think. I don't know. I really, I don't really eat them. I just know that they taste like Reese's. Really? I mean, if you're of a certain age, you just had a Klondike. Now, all of a sudden, it's here, like... Now, you know, we're back to the certain age. You know, yeah. Sudden, otherwise, I, I don't eat them. Really? Unless they're apparently here. Well, they are in the fridge. I opened them up. I've got some ice, and I was happy You know to what see. I think would be a good Klondike? Hmm. Like raspberry ice cream. That'd be nice. Yeah, I'd, I'd not be opposed to what that. What about if it was raspberry ice cream with a dark chocolate Fabulous. Outside? That's excellent. Sounds like a higher price point, though. It, okay, so it could be a higher price right? point. Mm-hmm. But that would be like... We could do some... I don't know, like... 
classier flavors. You think that the Klondike people would open up, like since there's all these different varieties, open up the voting. Right. You know. Oh, is there a salted caramel one? I don't think I so. I bet there is. Really? There's salted caramel everything. I guess so. I bet there's a salted caramel. I bet that would be very good. Probably. What about if you put butter pecan ice cream inside? Holy smokes. I'd do like a little Klondike Wouldn't that be good? Machine. What if you put butter pecan ice cream eat inside and then you had like a like a caramelish butterscotchy outside? Now, see, I wasn't going to have one. Now I'm, I'm ready to go eat really a Klondike. Yes. That sounds really good. All right. That's Klondike's, why I'm here, John. Klondike's, Just here to help. Klondike's. All right. Let's uh, do a hard, uh, hard turn here to the news, Kath, because, okay. you know, we're moving from ice cream to the news of the day. Please, uh, without further ado, give us the top four at four. For Wednesday, June 8th, 2022, mm-hmm. number one, a young student who survived the mass shooting at an elementary school in Uvalde, Texas, was among a group of witnesses testifying before House lawmakers at a hearing on gun violence, recalling how she smeared the blood of a classmate on herself to appear as if she were dead. Mia Cirillo, a fourth grader, at Robb Elementary School appeared in a pre-recorded video before the House Committee on Oversight and Government Reform this morning. The hearing came hours before the House was set to begin debate on a package of gun restrictions aimed at preventing future mass shootings. Speaking through tears, her father, Miguel, told the panel, quote, I wish something would change, not only for our kids, but for every kid in the world, because our schools are not safe anymore. Something needs to change. Dr. Roy Guerrero, a pediatrician who has lived in Uvalde for his entire life, said this. this is a really interesting quote, John. This is from CBS News Today. He said, Making sure our children are safe from guns, that's the job of our politicians and leaders. In this case, imagine you are the doctors and our country is the patient. We are lying on the operating table, riddled with bullets like the children of Robb Elementary and so many other schools. We are bleeding out and you are not there. My oath as a doctor means I signed up to save lives. I do my job, and I guess it turns out I am here to plead, to beg. Please, please, do yours. Number two. More than 90 women and girls, including the star gymnasts who raised concerns about Larry Nassar in 2015 that were disregarded by the FBI, filed administrative tort claims against the agency today, collectively seeking $1 billion. The claimants include Simone Biles, Michaela Maroney, Maggie Nichols, and Allie Raisman, the elite gymnasts who were first identified in the summer of 2015 as having been sexually abused by the then-doctor to the National Women's Gymnastics Team under the guise of medical treatment. Nasser continued, after the FBI declined to press charges, to see patients for almost 14 months. He was publicly accused of assault in the fall of 2016, and by early 2018 had been sentenced to an effective life sentence in prison on sexual abuse and child pornography charges. The FBI declined to comment. Number three. The Pennsylvania Senate passed Republican-sponsored legislation to prohibit transgender women from participating in women's sports. The proposal, which passed 30-20, now heads to the House, where an identical bill was previously approved. One Democrat, Lisa Bascola of Northampton County, crossed party lines to vote in favor of the Senate version. Where are the feminists, said Senator Doug Mastriano, Republican from Franklin, the current Republican gubernatorial nominee who backs the measure. I stand on the side of the lady athletes. I stand on the side of science. 
Governor Wolf will veto the the legislation if it makes it to his desk. And number four, terrific story, I'm happy to tell you. Today's CBS News about Manny Ramirez, who spent time in and out of the hospital as a child with a chronic illness. But now he's all grown up. He's a nurse and he has made national headlines because he has been making patients' hospital stays a bit brighter using the healing power of music. Manny Ramillis, not only does he sing to his patients, but he dances for his patients. <laughs> and apparently he is so good that he recently joined a group of other musical healers and the group was featured on America's Got Talent. They went to Hollywood to audition for the show the first time they got together in person due to the pandemic. He said, we want to share the healing power of music with millions of people watching at home to remember people who are in the hospital. And that is your top four at four. Fabulous. He must be really good. He must be really good. He's been doing this for years. He said that people like people like you to sing and dance for them more than they admit. <laughs> well, you're... The captive audience is what it is. Right? He said he loved all the nurses when he was a kid because they helped him not to hate being in the hospital. And so now that he's an adult, that's his mission as well. It's an excellent ministry. We'll step away for just a minute. A hurried life. Is it causing us to become moral weaklings? Pastor Jay Slocum with us next on that. 101.5 WORD. Dr. Charles Stanley. God doesn't want you walking on eggshells. He doesn't want you pulling the chains behind you. He wants you free to become the total person he wants you to be. Free to be everything he created you to be. Join a study of Galatians, liberated by faith. This week on In Touch, the teaching ministry of Dr. Charles Stanley. Tomorrow morning at 8.30 on 101.5 WORD. As you know, our friend Mike Lindell has a passion to help everyone get the best sleep of your life. Now, Mike didn't stop by simply creating the best pillow. Now, Mike has done it again by introducing his My Slippers. For a limited time, you'll save $90 on a pair of My Slippers. And now, this blowout sale of the year will not last, so order now. Mike has taken over two years to develop these slippers. My Slippers are designed to wear indoors and out all day long, so they're super comfy. Made with my pillow foam and impact gel to help prevent fatigue for your feet. Made also with quality leather suede. These are my pillow slippers at their best. Call 1-800-391-0954. Use the promo code word or go to mypillow.com. Click on the radio listener square. Use promo code word. Now the offer is not going to last long. So order now with promo code word at mypillow.com. 1-800-391-0954. Use the promo code word. I truly have never worked in a place that I've loved so much. Kara Bell, principal at Jubilee Christian School in Mount Lebanon. The feeling is so warm and open when you walk in. They're very passionate about teaching, passionate about the school, and they love the children. Everybody's willing to step up and help one another. There's just so much love there and compassion for each other. And it's just a nice, warm place to be. Imagine, believe, achieve. Jubilee Christian School, K-7th through grade. Now enrolling for the fall at jubileecs.org. The Mechanical Services Company. If you can fix the big stuff, you can fix the small stuff. The Mechanical Services Company has fixed HVAC systems large and small for over 100 years. For fair treatment, expert service, and affordable solutions 24-7, 365. Find them online at tmschvac.com. The Mechanical Services Company. 
Trusted, proven, preferred. Your local radio stations are here for you. No subscriptions or monthly fees necessary. We're here to give you the news, weather, and traffic you need and the music you love. But if the foreign-owned record labels get their way, it could stop the music. They want Congress to force radio stations to pay them more money simply to play their music. Don't let radio go silent. Text LOCAL to 52886 and tell Congress to protect local radio stations. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. I think that we're just so used to rushing. It just becomes a way of life. You ever feel that way? For sure. I feel like that's just, that is the day. That's that's the day. I think it's worse if you live in a city. Mm-hmm. Um, but certainly everywhere I've lived, it's just always been the case. It's too much. A hurried life. Pastor Jay Slocum is with us. Jay, thanks for being along. How's your hurried life? Hey, John and Kathy. Thanks for having me on the show. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm working through it just like you. It's an awful lot, isn't it? I mean, is this something that we put upon ourselves, that we wear the garment of hurry? I mean, or is it just, you know, the world that we live in that we cannot avoid it? Well, I think we are living in a in an accelerated world more so than 200 years ago. Uh, we have, you know, vehicles that speed uh, go a lot faster than horses can run. And uh, we used to think that trains were flying through the countryside at 35 miles an hour, and now our very fine technological vehicles can do 80 and we don't really know that we're going that fast Mm -hmm. so i think we live in a in a much more accelerated world but uh we also many of us are are either urbanites or uh, really affected by um cosmopolitan urban life and that's always more accelerated than than rural rural life i grew up on a farm so it's much different living in Pittsburgh than it was living in uh, rural upstate New York. I bet. What was it like living in rural upstate New York, Jay? Well, we had uh, we had Sabbath laws, so I remember a Sunday uh, hearing a plane fly over town going to the Stormville Airport, uh, seventy five miles from you know the Empire State Building upstate along the Hudson River, and thinking how disturbing that was to hear. Something like that, you know. Really, um, you know, you you, you walk out of your door and look up at the stars, and they're bursting forward. Uh, in it's just a slower kind of pace, but yeah. you know, that's that's not most of pe- most people's uh, realities. Even if I think if you're in a rural in setting, you may be uh, you may be a little slower. But we have so much stuff around us that's accelerating us. We have social media. We have uh, you know, Instagram, we have uh, Facebook, we have Amazon. And I think it's, I think it has a, a long-term effect on our sensibilities. And I would actually even say our moral sensibilities when everything is very instant and hurried. Yeah. Um, it causes us to become people who are less than we should be. That's really interesting. Okay, so I'm glad you brought this up because a couple of weeks ago, Kath and I were talking about cutting grass. And uh, and I'm of the mind, you know, like Sunday, you don't do any work on Sunday. So I'll be in my backyard on a Sunday and hear someone, you know, down the street or wherever cutting their grass. And as it's wont, I make a moral judgment against that person. Like, you know, they are less than for cutting their grass on Sunday. 
<laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I, I can't yeah. help it, but that's you know, just how I feel. I mean, I guess I can't help yeah. it. But well, you, I guess you want that day to be your rest day, right? Yeah. So that's, that's uh, good. So here's something for you. I was watching a film from the 1950s with some folks under age 20, and they couldn't watch it. Mm. It was too slow. Too it was slow. Just, it was the dialogue was too slow. The filming was too slow. It was, it was a lot like stage work, which theatrical filming in the fifties was slower. Yeah. And uh, you know the media experts say there's there's cold there's cool warm and hot media and hot media you know gives you three you know, three frames per second and they keep shifting the view. And, and it, after a while, it gets you really impatient for just sitting and listening to somebody talk. Uh, here's one for you. Uh, years ago on the show, we, you, uh, you and I and Kathy were interviewing Richard Foster. Oh, oh yeah. And this is, this is the spiritual guru who wrote the celebrations of discipline. discipline right. uh, and, and he, his whole cadence was something like, well, John, <laughs> remember this. It's great that you say that. <laughs> Let me reflect upon that. And the, <laughs> the three, three of us were the three of us were dying. <laughs> right, because he was he so lives in such a literary and in, internal world that I walked away feeling a little embarrassed. Like this guy just showed me up spiritually because you know it, it, it's kind of how a conversation should go. And I will say, radio is a much slower media. Oh, it is for than sure. Te- television, uh, you get to have conversation. Yeah, and because so that, that be- has, and because yeah. you're not um, encumbered by the visual, it requires more of you. It does. Yeah, and I'd say reading requires more of you than just listening, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And so if you're watching and listening, I have friends who've stopped reading because they, they can only listen to audiobooks because their life is so fast. Mm-hmm. But I ask them, like, why don't you read anymore? I say, I just, it's just too slow. I can't pay attention for that long. Mm-hmm. So, so I've been reflecting on this for this reason. I, um, I wanted to be able to ride more competitively mountain in a mountain bike uh, setting. And I wanted to join a competitive mountain bike group. So I had to lose 50 pounds and I had to get in really good shape. Yeah. And it took me six months. And what I was finding was it was taking me three days to recover from a 12 mile ride <laughs> with these, these mountain bike beasts. And so uh, Saturday I was on a ride and I was, I was realized I did a 15 mile ride and in the middle of that ride, I realized, Hey, I can ride two days in a row, 15 miles each time in the mountains and uh, my body's okay. And then something internally said, that's because you're doing yoga. Hmm. And I went, wow, that's so true. This is my, it was my 21st day in a row of doing yoga. And I thought yoga was a joke. It was this stupid thing these, like, tree huggers do, you know, like, ooh, yoga. <laughs> so, but my body really was responding. It, wasn't, it didn't respond the first five days. Yeah. It didn't even respond the first ten days. 
it responded after about 18 days, and it wasn't even instant results. It was like 2% improvement every time. Mm-hmm. And I kind of felt really strongly convicted about that. I thought, wow, you know, I I never gave yoga any kind of credence because it didn't give me fast enough results. Right. How much of that is because of my own hurried life? Right. So then what are you saying, Jay? That there's benefits, obviously, from slowing down. Oh, yeah. There's huge benefits. In fact, there's a whole world out there. Um, you know, patience, self-control. These are fruits of the Holy Spirit. Hope. Like, if you say, oh, I really hope my package from Amazon comes on time tomorrow because I got Amazon Prime and it only takes 24 hours for me to get whatever I want. Right. Or you say, you know, I really hope these thousands of hours I put into my children as a parent really bear fruit. That's two different, very, two very different kinds of hopes. Mm. One is built on just being there, doing the time, caring, nurturing, leading, intervening, listening. You know, it's a much slower, much that you don't get the reward immediately with your kids. Right. And it's scary, isn't it? Like, are my kids going to turn out okay? Like, you hope so. I hope so. And you love them. And you, you, but it's a different thing than, I got an instant answer. So just think about, like, how hope works. Like, and hope's such a central thing to the Christian life. Like, you know, we're hoping for the day in which Christ will come and fulfill all things. Like, if I need everything to be taken care of within 24 hours, I'm never going to, I'm never going to really be a vibrant Christian who has who has the ability to wait for something beautiful to come over time as it incrementally takes its way into the world. I'm waxing a little philosophical here, but I think, you know, I'm hoping you can see how a slower life and waiting for yeah. things and being used to waiting for things can have an effect on, on how we're formed morally. Okay, but here's the question for you, Jay. We only have like, you know, three minutes or so left. So this is really probably unfair for me to ask you this at this point. But how do you get there? I think that's the hard question because, um, you know, a lot of us work nine to five jobs. um, Mm -hmm. And so the, the hamster wheel is going, Right. And and it's very hard to know how to step off of it or how to make that wheel lifestyle healthier. Yeah, I think, you know, uh, to give you a, a hurried answer. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. I think it's intentionality. Right. Because you're going to get boiled in the pot as it gets turned up more and more and more. And before you know it, you're going to be just wishing that everything could stop. Or we can be intentional and really say, look, I'm going to think about here are the really important things that I need every, I need, I need that, I need to be out in nature every day, or I need to take a walk every day, or I need intentional time with the four or five people that are in my inner circle every day. And I need to be reflective. So what am I going to do? Well, I'm going to take walks. I'm going to schedule date time with my wife. I'm going to, um, do my daily devotions. I'm going to read a book. I'm not just going to listen to podcasts. I'm going to, um, you know, I'm going to 
for me, I'm going to continue to do yoga because it's slowly, incrementally, and infuriatingly making my body unravel uh, because of my level of physicality. So, I, you know, I think what are the important things in your life that you want to make sure that you stay in touch with? And uh, what is the hurried life of 24 7, 365 doing to undermine that? And then just say, hey, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to put some boundaries up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So it, re- so it requires like kind of taking the bull by the horns. It, right? It's not going to happen yeah. if you're, you know, kind of like wishy washy about it. Well, yeah. If you just say, oh, I'm going to trust that everybody has my back and, you know, society just wants me to be this really reflective solid moral person who has patience and temperance and self-control and who's who has hope for the future well well doesn't seem like they're really trying to make that happen to us they're trying to get our attention in every single way and we're kind of being sold a bill of goods about the best thing you can do is make sure you get everything immediately maybe you need to cook your own food maybe you need to grow your own food maybe you need to just stop and take a personal day maybe you need to take a fast from technology you know what is it that causing you to feel unraveled yeah i mean yesterday we put this poll up uh, about uh television usage and you know the technology of the tv on in our our homes a lot of people have the tvs on in their homes all the time and and that has to do something to the you know the internal wheel it's got to turn things up i think i also think though it has to do with why I think there. Yeah. I, I think there are, especially people who have lost a spouse, people who yeah. are feeling isolated. You know, that's their only way of connecting. Right. Yeah, I'm, I feel lonely. So this is a, this is a companion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, it, it, that, but that can be a real reality. Mm-hmm. But there's something yeah, about I that. that. I saw that. I saw that survey, and I, I said zero because in 1997, for my Lenten discipline, I, my wife and I gave up television. I grew up with TV on. I watched the Vietnam War at dinner time growing mm-hmm. up as a kid. Mm-hmm. You know, the TV was always on. It was on until 11 p.m. when the you know the stripes came on. Right, and you couldn't right. watch TV anymore. Right. So for me, it was a big deal to give up TV, and it really was a it was a sort of comfort. But it was odd because it was also addictive, and it really did make me a person who wasn't very reflective. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now, of course, with television and you know our phones and all that, none of us are reflective. We've lost that ability to reflect on ourselves. We've become too hurried at the expense of everything else in this world. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't do good things for us. Jay, thanks a lot. Always a pleasure. Yeah. Great to be with you. You as well. Jay Slocum. He's a pastor here in the city of Pittsburgh at Ascension. We love him. Slow down, you move too fast. You got to make the moment last. Just kicking down the cobblestones. Looking for fun and feeling groovy.
When it's time to replace your roof, siding, gutters, and downspouts, entry doors, and, of course, windows, you can count on Windows R Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. This is John Steigerwald. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows R Us offers repair and replacement for all your exterior home projects. Why pay double with some other companies? Windows R Us will always give you the best price on the best in-class products, backed by the best warranties in the industry, all with zero sales pressure. Speaking of zero, Right now, get zero interest financing for 12 months and no processing fee with prices set to increase on all exterior products. Lock in your quote today. Schedule a free estimate and inspection today at windowsarustpittsburgh.com. You've tried the rest, now try the best. windowsarustpittsburgh.com. The following is not an actor, but a real-life story from Trinity Debt Management. The credit card debt happened when my daughter was born. I was using one credit card account to roll over into another credit card account, and it was snowballing. If you're in debt and you need help, call Trinity at 1-800-936-5496. When I first called Trinity, the representative understood the need based on the situation. They were great people to work with. From the first phone call that I made, they had me on a track to mitigate the credit card debt. Trinity will consolidate your accounts into one easy-to-manage monthly payment, reduce your interest, and possibly improve your credit score. You'll save thousands. Working with Trinity gave me the ability to save thousands of dollars. My name's Doug, and thanks to Trinity, I'm debt-free for keeps. Call Trinity at 1-800-936-5496. That's 1-800-936-5496. What makes AutoZone America's number one battery destination? Because they offer free battery testing and charging and reliable replacement batteries starting at just $79.99. And they've always got your battery solution. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Spring means new beginnings and growth. So let's get your business's seeds planted with Salem Surround. Let us help your website bring you the leads your business needs to thrive. Let's make sure people find you faster and easier on the web. Our amazing team of media strategists are here to serve you with boots on the ground and real-world expertise. We live right here and know the communities you're trying to reach. We're media strategists, and we're very, very good at what we do. So let's grow together. Learn more at surroundpittsburgh.com. Listen on your smart speaker at wordfm.com, the Word FM app, iHeart, TuneIn, and on Odyssey. In your car or at home, too, at 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. Tonight we'll see cloudy skies with a couple of showers and a thunderstorm. Heaviest early, those storms can bring flash flooding and damaging winds. Expect a low of 59. A refreshing breeze for tomorrow with times of clouds and sun. We'll see a high tomorrow of 70. Mainly clear skies for tomorrow night with a low of 53. As we wrap up the work week on Friday, expect mostly cloudy skies. We'll see a high Friday of 73. With your Iraqi weather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. So picking up the, the last thread of that conversation with uh, Pastor Jay Slocum, your TV set. I've got a friend, I go to his house and you know we sit down and have a conversation and the TV's on. It's just his constant companion. Yeah, you know, be out in the neighborhood taking a walk and you know you walk by someone's living room, whether it's you know nine o'clock in the morning or seven o'clock at night, the TV's on. 
I think for a lot of people, the TV is constant, always on. You wake mm-hmm. up first thing in the morning, whatever the, you know, the morning show's on or whatever. Your last thing at night, the evening, show, it's just there. Which makes me wonder about our use of the television. Are we using it as a, a what? As a friend? Mm-hmm. As a comforting aid? Mm-hmm. As um, some sort of, inf- of course, it's information tool. Is it um, a psychological crutch? What is it? Distraction. How about you? Is your TV on? My TV goes on around ten thirty p.m. Ten thirty. That's pretty late. It is pretty late. I would say our TV's on around eight ish. Okay. Maybe. A lot of times, like you know. I, during Lent, I didn't have the TV on at all. Sure. It goes on later in the summer because it's light outside. I don't want to be, all, right. There's all sorts of things going Sit on. Sit outside, yeah. right? Uh-huh. But I, and I have to tell you, I super look forward to that time. Of course. Super look forward to it because that's when I'm done working. I've done all the things I have to do. I'm just, like, I'm done couch. with, with meaningful activity Mm -hmm. i'm done you can sit there and your your brain yes takes a rest behind your eyes i love it i mean i can be usually i'm by myself at this moment because my husband goes to bed early and uh, my kids haven't been home and i just there with my cats and i just tell each one of my cats how happy i am to be here and that that we've arrived at this moment in the day uh uh i get my little blanket on get my pillows out good to go i mean i'm not saying i wouldn't I don't think I would f- – I think one of the reasons I look forward to that so much is because it's not on – Most of the day. At other times. Right. And dare I say that time, that reserve for that, th- this is not true, but it, it feels sacred. I know. But it's not. I know. But of course it, it's not because a lot of times it's stupid. Yes, exactly. But, but that's part of why I look forward to it is because everything seems weighty and meaningful. Probably mm-hmm. has to do with what we do for a living. So you, know? you would say two hours a day. I'm somewhere, and I very part. rarely give up that two hours. Yeah. Christy, how about you? How many hours a day is the TV set on in your home? So I leave it on all day for Milo. He's watching TV He's all day. He's watching TV all day. His favorite program? The Golden Girls, of obviously. Course, yes. <laughs> like Thank Milo, you, Milo. Had any good, choice? Good taste. Yeah. Milo wanted to watch Rockford Files, but she said <laughs> no. No, 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 no. Okay, but for yourself, your TV viewing. Um, and like Cass said, in the summer, it's it's later. Less, probably, yeah. yeah. Like I get I get inside around eight thirty, yeah. nine o'clock. So yeah. maybe maybe an hour and a half. All right. I mean, so I don't know what it means, and no judgment here. I'm not trying to shame anybody. Just kind of curious. What about your own TV time? How many hours a day is a TV on in your house? Eight hundred three two zero eight two five five. And why? Why? I guess why is a good reason. I think along why with is a good. You know, are you why why do you have the TV on? What are you looking for from that time? What's it do? What does it do for you? 800-320-8255. No judgment. No judgment zone. Yeah, would you give us a call? We're or just curious about it cuz believe me, there have been many times then the TV's been on in my life, you know, for longer than 2 hours. Just kind of curious. We're going to take a quick break, come back. Won't you join us? We're here live. We'd love you to join us 800-320-8255. The TV set on in your life? How many hours a day? Tell us.
101.5 WORD. I'm Alan Jackson, and I have the privilege of joining you each day to open the Word of God and ask for His input. I'm convinced the challenges we face in today's world are more spiritual than they are political or economic. Exploring God's Word together is refreshing. It equips us for everything that comes our way. Join me, and let's see what God has in store for us today. A fresh look at Scripture, weekday mornings at 930, Alan Jackson Ministries on 101.5 WORD. I remember getting tacos for a quarter in high school. Today, taking my nieces out for tacos demands a quarter of a paycheck. Buying gas is a gas. Buying Gatorade takes financial aid. Buying clothes has me watching knitting videos. And I thought about cutting my own hair until I saw the price of safety scissors. It's Ryan from United Faith Mortgage, and prices are up everywhere, meaning the pressure is up for a lot of us. One thing that we're seeing a lot of listeners do to try to help is a cash-out refinance. Home values have gone through the roof, meaning most of us could cash out that extra value in our homes to use for life. I had a listener last week that was over the moon with her situation. She said she was going to use the extra cash to pay off all of her debt, do something special for her kids, and then just save the rest to fight these crazy price booms. If you're curious what that might look like for you, we are United Faith Mortgage. United Mortgage Court, Melvin, New York. I'm listener 1330, Department of Banking, Mortgage Lender License Number 22672. Creation Festival 2022 is your summer destination. June 29th through July 2nd at Agape Farm, Shirley'sburg, PA. Featuring Zach Williams, We the Kingdom, Bethel Music, Newsboys, Dante Bow, Red, and many more. Creation Festival, a tribute to our creator. Come for the day or the entire event and go home changed. Compassion International presents Creation Festival. Get half-off tickets now while they last exclusively at wordfm.com slash creation. The Mechanical Services Company. Trusted, proven, preferred for all mechanical systems. Heating and air, our team has got you covered. Maintenance, service, installs and repair. Call us when you need comfort. Online at TMSCHVAC.com. The Mechanical Services Company. Trusted, proven, preferred. This is Pastor Tom Hall. People are capable of such goodness. So why are we at war with each other? It turns out the Christian faith is completely realistic about human nature. Faith gives us the tools to examine ourselves and imagine a better future. Join us for worship at First Presbyterian Church of Pittsburgh, 326th Avenue, downtown, Sundays at 1045, for our sermon series, What's Wrong With Us? Learn more at fpcp.org. We posted something on Facebook yesterday about TV time. How many hours a day is a TV set on in your home? Right, either in the background or you're actively watching it. Right. And people are surprised at this. I mean, some people are yeah, saying... We had, we had a lot of responses here. Everything from zero to all the time. Yeah, 24-7 to never on. Or uh, someone said, maybe there's a snow day. Right. <laughs> 800-320-8255. How long is a TV set on in your home and Why? Let's go to and the no phones. judgment here. We're yeah. not we're not saying you're a bad person if you say you watch TV 18 hours a day. It's fine. There's been many times. Right, of course. We just want it's it's a good conversation and we want to know particularly what it does for you why. Yep. Let's go to the phones. Hey Greg, thanks for joining us. How many hours a day? Hey Kathy, hey John, it's Chuck. Good hey. to hear from you, Greg. Yes, how are you? Well, how are you doing? 
I'm doing fine. I'm doing fine. Still on the road, doing my last load. But my TV is on, I guess, my wife watches more of it than I do. When I get home from work, I get to watch maybe 20 minutes to 45 minutes, and I'm knocked out. <laughs> I get that. And so you fall asleep? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I work 10, 12 hours a day. So when I get home, uh, lately I'm on a new assignment, so... Uh, I don't get home till like five, six, seven o'clock, and take my shower, eat, and uh, I get to watch TV made for twenty, twenty-five minutes. But we have a, a disagreement for us. I put it on sleep. She doesn't know how to put the TV on sleep, so I wake up and it's still on, and I'll just shut it off. But she watches maybe three hours, something like that. All right. Hey, thanks, Greg. First off, Greg, thanks for working so hard yeah, on behalf of everyone. Twelve hours a day, man. No problem, no problem. Bless the Lord. Always good to hear from you, Greg. Thank Bless you. Bless the Lord, indeed. 12 hours a day as a trucker on the road. Thank you, Greg. Let's go back to the phones. And, um, Luke. Luke, you're with us here uh, live on the air. Uh, how many hours a day is the TV set on in your home? Well, it, it, after work, maybe three hours. But I think the, the key for me is is that I'm a 65-year-old fellow that's close to retirement. My My wife gets home second. I get home first. The key for me in the marriage is to shut the darn thing off when she walks in the room mm. and to make eye contact. I mean, that, that, mm. that, that, that I've learned to do over time, you know, and, and, and uh, it, it, I tell the fellows in the neighborhood that are younger to do that when <laughs> I share. I'm one of those guys that shares with the neighbors, you know. <laughs> but that, that's a good method I th- I'd like to share with your listeners. When your wife, when your wife enters the room or, or vice versa, I suppose, but. When she enters the room, shut the darn thing off and look her in the eye, you know, and engage her in conversation. And, you know, and, and the TV's secondary. You know, we, yeah. it, it, we, we, we talk about I, I offered that they got a movie for us and, you know, and I fall asleep on the couch. But <laughs> that's the method for me. Though. <laughs> Thanks for sharing with me. I appreciate it. Yeah. That's Thank good. you, Luke. Very good. Appreciate it. I love the advice, right? 800-320-8255. 800-320-8255. Either in the background or you're actively watching it. How many hours a day is the TV on in your home? Yeah. No judgment. You can say whatever you want. We're just kind of curious what people's habits are. I mean, I... I know people have it on twenty four seven as a like a clock or a companion. Oh, sure, as a clock, yeah. Right. I mean, especially like I know when it's five o'clock. I know when it's six o'clock. Right. You're working from home, right? right. A lot of people are working from home now, so they've got you know oh, Jeopardy's on now or whatever, mm-hmm. right? And the, the day goes by with that. Right. What about um, what's your situation with the TV? You say like around eight o'clock, maybe it goes on somewhere in that ballpark. Okay. I mean, depending upon when we're if we're done with dinner and we're not doing anything. You know, sometimes, you know, you're doing whatever. I guess. Eight o'clock, maybe sometimes mm-hmm. nine o'clock, sometimes even later. But I'm like that last caller, or even Greg. Whenever that TV comes on, I tend to fall asleep. Oh, yeah. And which affects my TV, my choices. Oh, sure, because you can't get into something. Listen, the last two nights I've tried to watch the same movie. Oh, and you fall asleep. Twice. Yeah. It, and what happened? Might not speak well of the. Actually, you know, you'd think it would speak poorly of the film. I think it speaks no, more poorly just, of yeah, me. Right? Yeah. I'm just yeah. very tired. I just, you just it reached the end of the day, and that's why you know you and Christy watched like all this tense stuff. I'm not going to watch. It's you know why? Because our minds need that cognitive stimulation. I don't know. It's just an awful lot. I mean, plus that was in the winter. 
Yeah, but Stranger Things just came out. I know. Yeah. Did you start to watch it yet? Uh, like one episode, so okay, don't I ruin have, anything. But I have to go back and watch season three first. Oh, okay. I need. I feel like I need to get back to where we I were. I have no interest in that at all. None. I can't even figure you no, out. That serial can... thing. I was thinking about this the other day. When we were growing up, like, you know, I remember like going to the theater, like in watching like on Saturday, like, um, you know, old like serial programs. You know what I mean? Like uh, Flash Gordon. When Flash Gordon's in trouble, tune in next week. And now like modern day has replicated that mm-hmm. to like the extreme. Mm-hmm. So that it's always a hook at the end of every program you watch. So you you know you binge it. Mm-hmm. It seems too much. It's too much of an investment for me. Okay, I don't have the time. Mm-hmm. Give me a movie. Give me ninety minutes or whatever. And that's more. And than I enough. feel like in most movies, I feel like really that's all you. That's that's as deep uh, as you could go. Seriously, because the other the other extreme is the series things. They're just padding. No, I don't think it's so. Way no, way the story oh. is way no, deeper. It's not. No, it's way not. more. Oh yeah, can you imagine a movie of Severance? Like, it wouldn't work. Well, it would be like Godfather 1, Godfather 2. You could do that. That's all. Just condense it. I don't think I want it. to compare all. anything to The Godfather. I think it's probably aiming a little too high. Well. Uh, okay, the television. How about people who sleep with the television on? Sure. As like a white noise. Right. What does that do to your dreams? You think it makes well, you crazy? I, I mean, it depends on what is on the news. It definitely could make you crazy. Okay, here's the question, though. What? How did you grow up? What was your TV viewing like in your home growing up? Christy, can I start with you? Sure. Um, I, I'm still young, so it's not like I remember, but I know before I moved out, I was going to sleep with the TV on. Really? Really? Yeah. Okay. Now, what about when you were little? Um, I, I don't really remember. I know we watched TV, but... What we watched, I have no idea. Did where did did you um what what about mealtime? What happened at dinner? Never. Um I don't know. Did you sit at a table? No, not always. Okay. But I have like such a a wide range from my oldest brother to me sure. that like they were all at sports or a band or sure, somewhere. Right. And then you were doing that. Well, yeah. So by the time, you know, dinner time came and Somebody probably wasn't even there. Like, nobody was there but me because I was the baby. Right. I am the baby. Sure. What about you, John? What was it like when you were growing up? Well, we never watched TV, you know, dinner time ever. That was not a thing. Um, of course, there were nine of us. So, and there was no remote. Um, <laughs> so it was, you know, it would be very. I remember as a kid, like, um, waking up, like, on Saturday morning, which was, again, sacred time right because everybody else was sleeping so you'd get up i would get up early and see like the beginning of television mm. you know what i mean like s- signing on would you tell your kids right now there was sign on and sign off they look mm-hmm. at you like you got three heads yeah. but early on signing on there would always be religious programs on i mean i used to watch Catherine coleman really and thought that was like high theater. I loved that sort of thing. Huh. Saturday mornings, you'd watch, you know, you'd tune in. You'd catch like, um, you know, Spanky and our gang or the Three Stooges early okay. on, you know, the old black and white things. And then they would segue into cartoons, Hanna-Barbera or, you know. what Looney Tunes. Whatever, yeah. Um, Land of the Lost. I would watch that earlier and by yourself, which felt like, oh my gosh, I'm watching TV by myself. Right. You felt like that was really special. Oh my goodness. Because you were never by yourself. Never. So that was really, you know, happy to have that. Um, now, when I was growing up, dinner was in front of the TV every single night. R- the three of you. Mm-hmm. Always. I don't remember ever, not a single time ever eating dinner at the table, my mom and my no dad kidding. and I. Never. Never. Uh-uh. So there was no we were, conversation. 
Not really. No, you're watching we'd be TV. watching, you know, uh, CBS, uh, KDKA News mm-hmm. at 6 o'clock. Patty and Daddy? No, because Patty Tannehill. and Daddy, yeah, Ray Tannehill and Patty Burns. Mm-hmm. Or, and then our, we'd watch Jeopardy, Wheel of Fortune, you know, and then, of course, the, the national news on CBS or right, right. whatever that was. Yeah, we always, always had the TV on. Interesting. I think it's probably more common than not. Probably. Don't you think? Probably. I, I don't know. I mean, dinner time for us was like social time, right? For better or worse. Yeah. Until yeah, somebody yeah. spilled the milk and then they, but there was unhappiness in the family. <laughs> I mean, there might have been unhappiness for other reasons, there too. There may have been, the yeah, one that but jumped the, out the milk was always like there. 800-320-8255. If you want to call in and ask either in the background or actively watching, how many hours a day is TV on in your home? We're taking a break. Be back in a few minutes. It's uh, The Ride Home with John and Kathy. We're Pittsburgh's Christian Talk. We're doing TV talk today, but all right, be back in a few. Are you over 65 or turning 65? Whether you're new to Medicare or already have a plan, important changes in Medicare take place every year that most Americans miss. Get your Medicare maximized with Chapter, a free service that makes sure you have the right plan now and continued concierge service whenever you need a change. At Chapter, we instantly compare thousands of plans from the most trusted insurers to find our members the best and most affordable plans for them. The right Medicare coverage for you, including plans to cover gaps in Medicare Part A and Part B, important benefits like vision, dental, and prescription coverage that could save you thousands of dollars each year. Maximize your Medicare with Chapter, rated A-plus by the Better Business Bureau. The service is free, so call and speak with an advisor. Let us help your next chapter be the best one yet. Call 800-586-9222, 800-586-9222. 800-586-9222. Hi, this is Bob Lapine. I hope you're benefiting from listening to Truth For Life with Alistair Begg. Our daily program comes to you by way of your fellow listeners, listeners called Truth Partners. It's their monthly giving that cares for the cost of distributing Alistair's teaching to local stations like this one. So today, will you pass their generosity forward? Will you become a Truth Partner? and help bring the gospel to others. Sign up at truthforlife.org slash truthpartner. Last year, over 100,000 people in the United States died from drug overdoses, and alcohol-related deaths are rising. This has to stop. At Recovery Centers of America, our local team of experts is dedicated to treating addiction and healing families. With cutting-edge science and medicine behind us, Recovery Centers of America takes a holistic approach to treatment, addressing the source, symptoms, and contributors of substance use and co-occurring mental health disorders. Call 1-888-RECOVERY now for immediate help. You don't need to travel far to access world-class care and family support services. Our inpatient and outpatient centers are located near you so you can achieve recovery close to home. Plus, we offer outpatient telehealth services. If you are suffering and don't know where to turn, we want you to know that you are not alone. At Recovery Centers of America, we will answer your call 24-7. Call 1-888-RECOVERY now. That's 1-888-RECOVERY. The Mechanical Services Company. Trusted, proven, preferred. 
If you can fix the big stuff, you can fix the small stuff. The Mechanical Services Company has fixed HVAC systems large and small for over 100 years. For fair treatment, expert service, and affordable solutions 24-7, 365. Find them online at TMSCHVAC.com. The Mechanical Services Company. Trusted, proven, preferred. So I was just talking about, you know, Saturday morning, those early memories of watching television alone. Do you have like an early memory of of television Mm -hmm. that stands out for you? I think of them in pairs. So I think of Happy Days, Laverne and Shirley, Mm -hmm. which I think was Tuesday, 8 and 8.30. I think of All in the Family and the Jeffersons. How about like early, like do you have a first, like I'm watching television, like you were a little kid. I remember watching Nixon resign with my dad. What year was that? 75? 73? No, 75? I think so. Like I'm telling him, Christy, what year it was. I mean, I, Talk about a waste of breath. I remember, uh, this is crazy, and I, had to, I, I remember watching uh, television and seeing Lee Harvey Oswald killed. Oh, holy smokes. On live That's television. something to remember. I remember that very clearly. And when we get together, we talk about this rarely, but it does come up in family conversation. Do you remember that? 74 is when Nixon resigned. Okay. I remember watching Man on Moon. Oh, yeah? I mean, that was like shocking. I remember, yeah, I remember I remember Apollo 1, the fire of Apollo 1, watching television. I remember being at home, and we lived on a cobblestone street, and it was snowing really bad. And occasionally when it snowed really bad because it was cobblestone, cars would use our hill because their tires would have better traction on the cobblestone. And hearing the whirl of the tires outside while the snow was falling, and for some reason I was alone in the living room with my mother and father and feeling great comfort at, I don't know what was on, but the three of us in there and Mm. the sound outside and the snow. You felt safe compared to what was going on outside. Yeah. Hmm. That there was a feeling of comfort, mm-hmm. the emotional thing there. Huh, that's interesting. I remember uh, watching the Watergate hearings. Yeah, yeah. During the Dean, day, that was during the day with my mom, and I think that Sam was Irvin. okay. I was going to say I think that was in the summer because I was home during mm-hmm, the day, mm-hmm. and I just see on here that he resigned in on August 9th. So it must have. So I do remember that in the mm-hmm. summer. I remember my mom folding laundry, watching. T- Television. Watching the right the Watergate trial, I remember seeing John Dean testifying. He's still around, and his wife. Now, wh- how about tomorrow night? Are you going to watch that? Tomorrow yes, night? I have to. Now, that's a weird thing for it's me. Super weird. I mean, what are they oh, doing? I'm afraid it's going to be too much theater. It's a gigantic and not theater. Actually, getting to what we're trying to figure out. I don't know. Will, will you watch it? Well, I like theater. So I'm interested in someone's interpretation of... January 6th? Yeah, and what? They brought in a producer, the guy who used to produce Nightline. So they're going to produce hearing theater with live witnesses, videotaped... I'm not quite sure about the whole thing. And you don't trust that? No, 100% I don't trust it. So what's that going to be like? I mean, it's very, very odd what's going to happen here tomorrow night. And they're going to, what? There's six episodes, like the, you and Christy love episodes. this stuff. Six episodes. Talk about, no one's going to, you're going to fall asleep. I don't think I'm going to fall asleep. I might shut up. There are Is times, it 8 o'clock or? 8 o'clock. Okay. 
there are times whenever things get get too tense, and this is like a new thing for me that I have to shut it off. Oh, I, I can't. How, how how can you do that? It, you're increasing your tension level. I flee from it. Like I don't need more tension in my life. Why am I watching this? No, I need to see a no, resolution. I do not. I'm gonna sh- tomorrow. I have a very short shelf life tomorrow. If it gets too tense for me, uh, and I go, it's either too tense or too full of baloney. Okay. I'll go, no. Nah, well, could either nah, one could happen. Exactly. Either one could happen. Actually, both could happen mm, at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> right. So I may not go. Uh, come on. What? We, you know what? That's what Twitter's good for. <laughs> you got that right. It's right, like right. the Academy Live Award debacle and, and this one. And It'll greater be... wits than you and I exactly. chime in and go, and then you go, that's, right. that's from funny that's stuff. Right. All right. So tomorrow, must-see TV tomorrow night. I think it is. Or full of baloney. Yeah. We'll find out. Alexa to play the word Pittsburgh to hear us there. We're on your Google speaker too. Plus iHeart, TuneIn, and on Odyssey. 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Close house races in battleground states could tip the balance of power in Congress come November. And the primaries are giving us an idea what the voters are thinking. In California's newly redrawn 27th district, Republican Congressman Mike Garcia, a former Navy pilot endorsed by President Trump, will have a rematch against Democrat Christy Smith, a former state assemblywoman he beat by less than 400 votes in a special election. She thinks her positions on gun rights will outweigh Garcia's support from conservatives and those blaming Democratic policies for inflation and crime. Montana has added a second House seat and former Trump cabinet member Ryan Zinke was trailing in Flathead County, leading to an unexpectedly close race with Surgeon Al Osheski, a perennial candidate who characterized Zinke as a moderate who spends too much time in California. The winner will run against Democrat Monica Trinnell. I'm Jennifer King. Stocks are lower now. The Dow is down 289 points. This is SRN News. Hi, I'm John Henney from Henney Jewelers. Since 1887, my family has helped people celebrate the most memorable moments in their lives. We are rooted in faith and commit to doing the right thing again and again. We believe in the covenant of marriage and use our To Have and To Hold program to encourage couples as they prepare to spend the rest of their lives together. Please stop into our Shadyside store to learn more or visit HennyJewelers.com. Henny Jewelers, your jewelers for life. The word around town is that Pittsburgh homeowners are choosing doing it right when it comes to their roofing, siding, and remodeling projects. That's because since 1984, doing it right roofing, siding, remodeling continues to set the bar through clear communication and an installation that's second to none. Doing it right employs only the most experienced professionals to install and oversee your project. They'll stop at nothing to ensure your satisfaction, doing business honestly, taking no money down and no payment until the job is complete. Doing It Right will ensure that all work is installed to the industry's highest standards. Then, back it all up with their lifetime workmanship warranty. As a prestigious, multi-award winning Owens Corning Platinum Contractor, as well as a VSI Certified Installation Contractor, you can't go wrong with Doing It Right. Mention John and Kathy for a discount off your estimate. Call 724-NEW-ROOF for a free project evaluation or visit roofingcontractorpittsburgh.com. Want it done right, call Doing It Right. Windows are us. You've tried the rest, now try the best. 
When it's time to replace your roof, siding, gutters, and downspouts, entry doors, and, of course, windows, you can count on Windows R Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. This is John Steigerwall. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows R Us offers repair and replacement for all your exterior home projects. Why pay double with some other companies? Windows R Us will always give you the best price on the best in-class products, backed by the best warranties in the industry, all with zero sales pressure. And speaking of zero... Right now, get zero interest financing for 12 months and no processing fee with prices set to increase on all exterior products. Lock in your quote today. Schedule a free estimate and inspection today at windowsarustpittsburgh.com. You've tried the rest, now try the best. windowsarustpittsburgh.com. Parents are extremely important part of their child's education. Kara Bell, principal at Jubilee Christian School in Mount Lebanon. We try to partner with parents and try to instill values that the parents want as well. We love to have parents come in and volunteer for activities, for recess, for lunch, to help out in the classrooms. Field experiences once a month. We try to team so that we can meet the child's needs. Imagine, believe, achieve. Jubilee Christian School, K-7th through grade, now enrolling for the fall at JubileeCS.org. Tonight we'll see cloudy skies with a couple of showers and a thunderstorm. Heaviest early, those storms can bring flash flooding and damaging winds. Expect a low of 59. A refreshing breeze for tomorrow with times of clouds and sun. We'll see a high tomorrow of 70. Mainly clear skies for tomorrow night with a low of 53. As we wrap up the work week on Friday, expect mostly cloudy skies. We'll see a high Friday of 73. With your Iraqi weather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Oftentimes, you, John Hall, make fun of my snacks mm-hmm. or just outright refuse them. With good reason. I think on a consistent basis, I bring in a lot of good snacks here to Word FM. Christy? I agree. Thank you. John? You looking for me to affirm that? Give me just some commentary. Uh, you, the snacks that you choose to me are really odd. Mm-hmm. Um, under the guise of healthy, they are oftentimes bland and just really weird tasting. Like, there's no enjoyment there. None. Well, what did you have? Watermelon jerky last week? That was bad. That was horrible. That was worse than bad, actually. Horrible. That could have been one of the worst things I ever brought in. And what else did you have there? I had those. What were those pineapple things? Oh, those were horrible. Those weren't bad either. Those were horrible. No, they were, I think they were pretty bad. They were like chili. Chili. Jalapeno. I thought they were phenomenal. Were they jalapeno pineapple? Yeah. Something? I ate a whole bunch. I couldn't I couldn't even swallow them. They were so bad. <laughs> did I spit that out? Yeah, I think you did. Horrible. So now you've got baked, crunchy, cinnamon, apple crisps. What are they called? Bear. They're bear. Baked, bear. crunchy, cinnamon, apple chips. All they have in them, their only ingredients are apples and cinnamon. Mm-hmm. They're gluten-free, fat-free, baked, no <laughs> sugar. Taste-free. <laughs> Good source of fiber and no preservatives. That's the worst. There's Seriously. nothing in here, my friends, but apples, yeah. okay? How about just have an apple? Why don't you just have an apple? Well, I know, but I, this is easier. You can keep this longer in your How drawer. How difficult is an apple? Oh, like, 
How difficult? Seriously. It's easier than an apple? It doesn't exist. Okay, one thing I will say is that I tend to bring in more snacks to share than you do. Mm, I, yeah, I agree. 100%. <laughs> Yeah, but then, you know, you're not here at lunchtime. And then I get picked on. Well, you know, I lunchtime, get... I'm having like tuna, right? right some mm-hmm. triscuits. Yeah. Maybe a French bread pizza I once still, in a while. I like these baked crun- crun- crunchy apple things. Mm. Those are good. But yeah. John brings in those spicy Cheez-Its. Oh, those oh. are very nice and mm-hmm. doodly do. Yes, thank you, Christy, you're for welcome. backing me up there. Spicy Cheez-Its. How about mm-hmm. the, those New Zealand apple rings, though, from Trader Joe's? Nope. They're delicious. No, I don't remember not. those. No. Yeah. I do remember yeah. the black bean things. You gave me that whole bag. Oh, and my gosh. I have now bought more of them. Because they're so good. Yes. Chili lime. Yeah. They're really good. Yeah. Black bean mm-hmm. snacks. John yeah. won't have those because no. he doesn't like the term black bean snack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the whole thing's just gross. Okay, anyway. listen. Coming in today, first time, saw gas at $5.04 a gallon. <laughs> That's so shocking. $5.04. Oh, my now, here's the deal. Uh, AAA, uh, the Automobile Association of America, last month fielded more than 55,000 out-of-gas calls. I never thought of that. Mm-hmm. So people are it's, – it's so painful to go to the pump that people just aren't? They can't – I mean, you've got to choose, right? Some people say, I got 20 bucks. What am I going to do? I'm going to you know get something at the store or I'm going to put some gas in my tank. And when you're out, you're out. And that's what's happened on the roadways. Gas is so expensive, people are having to make a choice. Look, I mean, I filled up. uh, Well, here's the weird thing. I've been looking at my gas tank. I have slowed down. I'm not going 70 or 75 now. I'm going 55. And I'm not going places where I used to go. Yeah. I I started. I stopped. Yep. Today, I was investing a lot of time. I had to do errands. I was very circumspect about how I went, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, to minimize the mileage. Right. I mean, yeah, today's the first time I really thought about that. Driving less, driving yep. slower, and I mean, I, I, I need gas here pretty soon. I dread going to the tank, right, to fill that thing up by mm-hmm. the pumps. I don't want to go fill that thing up. I can't imagine. Last time I filled up, I think I told you it was 81 bucks. Oh. But that was a bargain because I think it was like, Four sixty, and now it's going to be over five. Yeah, so can you imagine? I don't know. Holy cow! We got an electric lawnmower at just the right time. Why? What are you spending cutting your grass? For, I mean, electric lawnmower. Boy, what what are you spending? It's hard to be here today. No, it's not the negativity across it's the not table. Negative. From me, I mean, what are you spending? Although I have read this, it's it's, it's no gas. That's what I can tell you. It is gas. Yeah, right, right. I mean, that's not why we got it. We got it because we could not keep our lawnmower going. <laughs> we like we had anything to do with it. Right, My right. husband just need a new was mower. consistently losing his mind over mm. the fact that the lawnmower wouldn't. Start. I get that. Okay, so um, I've never had a like a you know some guy cut my grass, mm-hmm. but those. Those people, the landscapers, mm-hmm. charging, of course, 20% more. Yeah, because they have to pay for all that. And you can't get anybody. Apparently, you can't get someone to cut your grass because there's a labor shortage, apparently, for those kind of jobs. So more expensive, and you can't get anybody to cut your grass. So you'll be seeing untidy lawns across the, the tri-state area. Post-COVID, things just don't work. Um, isn't it Because dis- you thought, oh, we're going to get back to quote normal it, it never it's Maybe never we'll gone never, back we'll never get Seriously. back to normal 
before COVID, it seemed that things were working. Mm-hmm. Now, wherever you go, you think, okay, well, that, that doesn't work. That's broken. Nope. That doesn't work. It's this like we're living work. in a weird dystopian era here, right? It doesn't work. Okay, it doesn't I, work anymore. I yearn for 2018. Yep. Mm-hmm. So strange. I'm with you. What's going to happen? I don't know. What if gas goes... I mean, California, they're saying you could go 10 bucks a gallon. I know. 10, 10 bucks, bucks a gallon. gallon. Uh, if they go to 10 bucks a gallon, can we work from home? Yeah. Well, I... Bingo. Yeah. I, what's going to happen? If gas is $10 a gallon, food prices are going to go through the roof. Right. Sure. I mean, how much can you take? It's really I was scary. looking at some things on eBay yesterday. To buy? Yes. Because I'm interested in selling similar things. And yeah. so I kind of wanted to see, seen what, a... see what the market was. Yeah. I can't believe the shipping costs. Uh-huh. I mean, the shipping costs are through the roof. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just can't imagine where we're going to be in a year. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, the war is going to drag on here, right? Uh, I, here's the weird thing. I thought the whole fracking thing was energy independence. Right? Oh, we're no longer having to rely on foreign oil. Well, apparently we are. Yeah, no kidding. So what happened? All those trucks we saw from Texas and Oklahoma. All the drilling that was going on, right? Energy independence. Well, that hasn't happened. And I don't understand what happened. Maybe, you know, greater minds than me have an understanding of the the fuel supply and the energy worldwide supply. Like we're shipping all of our energy elsewhere. I thought we were going to keep it here instead. Listen to me complain. All right. Coming up next, our good friends Tim and Kathy Keller will join us. We'll be checking in with them, see how things are going in their world in New York um, with Tim's treatments, with all the stuff Kath has going on. We always look forward to this on a monthly basis, so stay with us. It's the Wednesday edition, The Ride Home. 101.5 WORD. Pittsburgh's favorite Christian music on the weekends. With the best new music. New New music. New music from Jeremy Camp. Getting started. Kingdom, Miracle Power. And Never Known from Irene Rock. Celebrating 20 years of bringing Pittsburgh's favorites and the best new music. 101.5 Word FM on the weekend. So my sister and I, that's me, are into dominoes. There's this fancy domino TV show, and we are destined to be on that show. Uncle Ryan, though, that's me, has a hand that shakes like a jackhammer. The dude can't get 10 dominoes before his dreams come toppling down. Luckily, there was one positive that came from my domino disaster. I'm about to use it as an analogy in our mortgage commercial. Buying a home right now can be hard. Bidding wars, lack of inventory, rates going up and down. It's easy to have your new home dreams toppled. At United Faith Mortgage, we can't easy fix those hurdles, but we are good at making the mortgage part awesome. We pay $1,000 of your closing costs on new home purchases. And we're an arm of a bigger company who is a direct lender. Our company uses its own money and there's no middleman which often allows us to get you a better rate, saving monthly and lifelong money. We are United Faith Mortgage. United Mortgage Court, Melville, New York. MLS number 1330. Department of Banking. Mortgage Lender License number 22672. Are you kidding me? Gas prices are up again? Somebody has to do something. Well, someone did. That's why I use Upside. Upside? What's that? It's a free app that pays you back real money for every gallon of gas or diesel you buy. I just earned 25 cents back on every gallon of this tank. Hold on. So the Upside app is free and you actually get cash back every time you use it? No strings attached? Yep, it's awesome. Check it out. It only takes a couple of minutes to sign up. 
Instead of just watching your dollars go into your tank, start putting money back into your wallet with the free app from Upside. With the price of gas today, it's big news and big money. To cash out of your Upside cash, just transfer it to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card. Upside users have already earned over $200 million. Now it's your turn. Download the free Upside app and start getting cash back in every gallon of gas. Use promo code SALEM for an extra 25 cents per gallon cash back in your first fill-up. That's promo code SALEM. Remember, use promo code SALEM for an extra 25 cents per gallon back in your first fill-up. The Mechanical Services Company. Trusted, proven, preferred. If you can fix the big stuff, you can fix the small stuff. The Mechanical Services Company has fixed HVAC systems large and small for over 100 years. For fair treatment, expert service, and affordable solutions 24-7-365. Find them online at TMSCHVAC.com. The Mechanical Services Company. Tim and Kathy Keller are back with us. They've been regular guests on our show over this past couple of years. Tim and Kathy Keller, they are founders of Redeemer Presbyterian Church in New York City, New York Times bestselling authors as well. And uh, Tim, Kath, welcome back. How are you guys doing? Well, long story, but good. Yeah, long story (laughs) indeed. Okay, let's start there because uh, last week, Kath sent me an email and and I, I did inquire and she said this that uh, Tim was admitted to the National Cancer Center in Bethesda, Maryland, has been undergoing a bunch of scans and tests in preparation for deleting his immune system tomorrow and then rebooting it on the 10th with his own weaponized T-cells. Tim... We have to know more about that. I mean, it sounds like science fiction. (laughs) Well, um... Kathy could probably do a better job than me, but I'll tell you. Uh, I think I will let her. Go ahead, Kathy. You do it. Well, there's been a lot of news stories about this recently. I'm sure you've seen some of them about the article in the New England Journal of Medicine and a couple other places about people who are doing something called TIL therapy. TIL therapy means uh, tumor infiltrating lymphocytes. And two years ago, when Tim was first diagnosed with pancreatic cancer, before he even started chemo, we came down here and they harvested some tumor tissue and also some of his lymphocytes. And they found the ones that were the most aggressive against his tumors. And they segregated them out and bred them and made them more aggressive and put them up on it. Well, didn't put them in the shelf, put them in the deep freeze and said, you know, if you ever need them, they're here waiting for you. And um, in May, when he was hospitalized for another reason, they did a scan and said, now is the time go get down there and, you know, get those cells. So it's not as simple as it sounds. I mean, it's pretty brutal, actually, to take all the meds that they're giving, and there's plenty of side effects, etc. cetera. But um, that's right. what they're doing. It's, right. it's, um, and it's cells it's, it that particularly, a... are particularly aggressive towards Tim cancer. It doesn't matter what kind of cancer it is. It's Tim cancer, mm. and if they did it yeah. for you, it would be Kathy yeah. cancer, mm-hmm. or it would be, you yeah. know, Elliot cancer. Really? Yeah, it, it's yeah, it's the wave of the future because the chemotherapy. I was told that uh, pancreatic cancer cannot be cured by chemotherapy. All it does is slow it down, uh, whereas this is aiming at actually eradicating it. Because what it does is it it's it's basically taking your T cells. 
you're taking your, your own T cells and turning them into um, ninjas against your own cancer. Uh, and so that's, uh, it will be the way of the future. Uh, and it's already, by the way, it does show good results. It, it, it's not, um, it's not a, you know, it's not, not for everybody. In other words, not everybody gets better. Not everybody. Nevertheless, it's very promising. So I don't want to, over, I don't want to bore people with it, but it's, uh, uh, my children all, just like you said, it sounds like science fiction, yeah. but it, it definitely feels much more light than the chemotherapy where you put poison in you and sure. slowing, slowing the cancer down as opposed to getting your own body able to fight the cancer. First of all, there's nothing boring about it. No, it's fascinating. Um, Cancer affects probably every person who is listening to this program in one way, shape, or form. Tim, I want to ask you, though, how how did you feel throughout that process? Oh, I'm I'm smack in the middle of it. Uh, The first part is where they suppress the, the immune system through chemo already. In other words, they actually do give you chemo to suppress the immune system okay. so that when they give you your T cells, your T cells don't have any competition, mm. you see? And they, they go, they, they, so they're the only one, your body says, oh, we got to do something about this and takes the T cells in. Uh, I've been told that the part I've just been through, which wasn't good, it was hard, but is not the hard part. The part is this coming weekend. So if uh, listeners want to pray for me, I would say pray for me that this weekend, um, uh, you know, just because evidently I was told it's like uh, you feel pretty bad. <laughs> okay, so we're praying for Tim this weekend. Right. Okay. So then, okay. just in layman term, layman's terms, then Tim and Kath, then Tim's been sort of like, you know, sort of deleted. Like you're saying, your immune system deleted in some way. These cells have been taken out. Now they're going to be weaponized and fighting itself. Put back. Put back. Yeah. They, they, they were evidently on my RT cells do not fight cancer. They fight other things. Our lymphocytes don't. And what they well, want actually, to do is... Right? I was going to say they do fight cancer, but fairly ineffectively because cancer yeah. has um, defenses against uh, your own yeah. immune system. But these right. are are ones that have been segregated out as being able to not be defeated by those um, defenses. And um, there's there's a, a, an article in the New England Journal of Medicine where a fellow just did this using a particular um, mutation, the KRAS, K-R-A-S, mutation for pancreatic mm-hmm. cancer. Not everybody has that one. Tim doesn't have that one, but that's the one he was using, and he got T-cells from all the people mm-hmm. and sent them mm-hmm. after this, um, you, you know, cells that had this mutation, and they're cancer-free. Okay, so then, Tim, this weekend, then, Tim, they're going to do what to you that's going to be difficult? They're, well, first, I'll tell you what. <laughs> all right, you keep asking for details. I, I hope this isn't boring anybody. Not at all. They, they're going to give me somewhere between 50 and 100 billion of my own T-cells back. Now, some of them have grown. But they've had for two them, years so on the shelf. They've had them. And they're also genetically altered. Now, that sounds terrible. What they do is they, they basically have taken the brakes off of them. That's what one of the doctors said, that, they, that makes those T-cells not very effective against cancer. So they've changed them. They put them in, but now you don't have an immune system. However, what they do do, unfortunately, is they have to. They give you something else. It's called IL-2, which actually makes you sick makes you feel sick uh, so that the uh, the T-cells have something to really get get going with. 
so it is a sense in which over they uh, this is a big oversimplification, but they sense basically say, imagine what it means like to get the flu, but really get a really bad case of the flu. You know, well, you don't want to get out of bed. That's kind of what's going to happen to you this weekend. Really? Yeah. So, yeah, well, you know, it's, uh, and yet it's very Well, with some added things like, good. like um, you know, your breathing stopping and having to be intubated and sent to the ICU. Really? Yeah, but. You know, well, well yes, they said they, these are all possible side effects, reversible, and they're 100 percent um, reversible. What did you say, Tim? Reversible. Well, 100 percent reversible. In other words, no matter what happens, they don't uh, they don't last, but they can be, they can be pretty severe over the weekend. Yeah. If you just joined us, was talking with Tim and Kathy Keller. So then, this weekend on your calendar, Tim, you have severe sickness lined up, right? Circled red. Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah. It, it, Most of you. Yeah, most of you, when you get the flu, you don't realize you're going to have a right, terrible you don't flu. Know bug. it's coming, right? <laughs> but I've been told uh, Saturday and Sunday you will have a, oh, one of the worst cases of flu you ever had. Oh my gosh! So, is there? Are you going to be at home? I mean, is this like you know? Uh, if no, all th- I'm. I'm sorry. I'm in the. I'm in the. I'm in Bethesda, Maryland, the National Institute of Health. Okay. Okay. So, so you'll be there throughout. Yep. Yes, this is an immunotherapy trial, phase two trial, meaning it's they're they're experimenting. I mean, mm-hmm. we don't like to use the word lab rat because there it is. those aren't very yeah. endearing words. But you know, this is an experiment to see if it works. They've done it with a number of people, and it's worked great. But they're always tweaking it to make it work better. So that's fascinating. Truly it is. All right, Tim. So when you're looking uh, toward being sick like that, or you you know you haven't been feeling well for the last you know week plus, um, what do you do? What, what's the thing? You know, do you, are you turning on the TV well, and watching like old Rockford Files no, or what? I'm just lying there, Ab- praying. Absolutely not. However, um, as a matter of fact, uh, now that you ask, yeah, actually, what we I had almost the perfect. God was very nice about this. I've written a book on forgiveness. Yeah. And the uh, the my off my my publisher gave it to me, and uh, it's what's called the first. This is so strange. The last time you get to look at the book, you know, they put it in the galley. You know, the, 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 you know so every page is exactly where it's going to mm-hmm. appear on the page, and you have to go through it line by line to make sure there are no typos, mm-hmm. and there always are. Oh gosh! And, and, and so you have to go through it. It's two hundred seventy-two pages. But what's perfect about it was a uh, I just I did that in the last four or five days. Uh, I had a bad weekend, but then the last two or three days I finished it, and it was perfect because you don't really have to be creative. You know, I don't I don't need all of my how do I say it? I don't need all of my marbles. <laughs> it's kind, right. <laughs> it's kind of like need, elementary math, like you're looking at grammar and punctuation yeah, and spelling. Yeah, yeah. But exactly. it does give me a sense of accomplishment. Good. Just I did another fifty pages today, and I and I just I just actually sent it back to. Them. Uh, last night, and so the, um, and it I will be out in a, October. It, just well, congratulations! Yeah, that no, is really no, exciting. No, November one, actually, Kathy is when it's, oh, it's is that right? for pre- Yes, it's called Forgive. Uh, why should I? How can I? It's small case F, and it's going to come out. It's on Amazon already for pre order. Yep, I see it right here. Yeah, uh, I'm pretty excited about it because it's. I, I think it's going to have. Every, when we talk to the staff here about it, because people, you know the doctors and nurses, what are you doing? 
Yeah. And the minority of them, or some of them are, are, are believers, we think, but the minority are not. I mean, the majority are not. But they say everybody needs to know about that. Mm. See, there's nobody that looks at that and doesn't think, gee, I, I don't really need to know anything about forgiveness. <laughs> That's not a there's problem. Nobody, there's nobody in the world that doesn't sometimes you know, deal with that. So we're pretty kind of excited because it's got gospel every page. But we think it'll draw people in to get it to say, well, okay, maybe I could learn from that. That's fascinating. Tim, you wrote a piece last year, maybe earlier this year, on in Combat Magazine on forgiveness that I yeah. was really, I, I was just very impacted by that piece you wrote. Is this uh, it similar? Was yeah. that a portion of the book? Yeah, it's in the book. It's it's altered because you know when the editors get something, it always changes. But it's essentially all of it is in the book. Mm-hmm. It's like it's it's basically one of the chapters, right? So it's interesting because you know you you think of yourself in those few times that you've been sick, you're lying in bed, and you from at least me, I'm not necessarily thinking about forgiveness. Uh, my my regrets wash over my life, right? I mean, you're you know yeah. with a microscope, I should have, I could have, I would have, but I didn't. So the idea of you working through minutely on forgiveness, that's much healthier, Tim. Yeah. I mean, I really. Well, now that he's finished that, he's working really hard to finish his series on where should the church go next for renewal because we're in such disarray. Yeah. So, so, you know, I I don't want to leave the forgiveness book because just for a second, is younger people, I mean, I I haven't actually looked up your ages. John Caddy, but I know that you're not. I I know that. You're probably closer to us than to our children. I'm, anyway. 20, I'm 25 and John's 26. <laughs> really? Really? Uh, you know, We're just very yeah, mature. Too. No, no. But, uh, younger well, Jack Benny used to say advice. he was having the 20th anniversary of his 39th birthday. <laughs> <laughs> but younger people struggle with forgiveness. In fact, I had an interview with a couple of my Redeemer, old Redeemer staff people about the book when I was starting it. And they said people struggle with it because it feels unjust. Yep. If somebody's wronged you, you have to, justice is what matters. Yep. And, and, and by the way, I, do you all know Rachel Den Hollander? Yes, sure. Uh, okay, well, Rachel, I make a lot of use of her material in this book because what she says, and she's a very strong conservative evangelical Christian, but she says over the years when there was uh, sexual impropriety in the church, mm-hmm. there was, uh, the, the doctrine of forgiveness was sort of used on the victim. Weaponized, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, weaponized and said, you got to forgive this guy. And then uh, as soon as she would do that, then they put him right back where he was. Because, well, if you really forgive, then you really, you know, it's, it's as if it would never happened. And, and she says this is a complete misunderstanding of, of forgiveness. So I deal with that uh, in another chapter. Uh, and so the fact is that younger people really struggle with forgiveness and uh, that's another issue, which I think is really important. That's why I, I got pretty excited I was reading the book. Fabulous. November 1st, the new book comes out. Hey, Tim and Kath, we need to take a quick break. Can you stick around for just a little bit more? Yeah. Oh, fabulous. Thanks so much. We're not going anywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Good. We're happy to have you here with us then. Tim and Kathy Keller are going to stick around. We'll be back in just a few minutes. So please, we hope that you do as well.
you can fix the big stuff, you can fix the small stuff. The Mechanical Services Company has fixed HVAC systems large and small for over 100 years. For fair treatment, expert service, and affordable solutions 24-7-365, find them online at TMSCHVAC.com. The Mechanical Services Company, trusted, proven, preferred. There has been a lot of conversation lately about what is Christian higher education. What about the institution that you would go to if you were interested in being a believer and having a higher education? Mm-hmm. It's hard to quantify in some ways. Yeah, because some people look at it and think it's about going to a school where all of your beliefs that you have when you start the school are just encouraged. Or reinforced. Bolstered, reinforced. Mm-hmm. Other people will look at higher education, especially Christian higher education, and say, wait a second, I'm there to expand. I need to know more. I want to increase my view of the world and Christ in it. It can be a dangerous, slippery slope, especially politically where we are now. Yeah. Education, though, is always an adventure. It should be an adventure because it should be taking you out of your comfort zone. It should be exposing you to things that you didn't know. And helping you to reevaluate and be more solid in the truth that you already believe in. Now, we know how the story ends. If you're a believer, you know Christ will reign. We should not be afraid. Look online at Grove City College. Grove City College online, gcc.edu. Creation Festival 2022 is your summer destination. June 29th through July 2nd at Agape Farm Shirley'sburg, PA. Featuring Zach Williams, We the Kingdom, Bethel Music, Newsboys, Dante Bow, Red, and many more. Creation Festival, a tribute to our creator. Come for the day or the entire event and go home changed. Compassion International presents Creation Festival. Get half-off tickets now while they last exclusively at wordfm.com slash creation. We are everywhere. On your radio at 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh at wordfm.com, the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey. Has your child swallowed your medicine, your laundry detergent, your nail polish remover? Call the Poison Helpline. Have you inhaled paint thinner, glue, pesticides? Call the Poison Helpline. Have a question about a dose, a fume, something your kid just drank? Call the Poison Helpline. Poisonings can happen at the home, on the job, or in the great outdoors. Call the Poison Helpline first for fast, free advice from medical professionals. Call 1-800- 222-1222 anytime anywhere 1-800-222-1222 save the number save a life brought to you by the u.s department of health and human services tonight we'll see cloudy skies with a couple of showers and a thunderstorm heaviest early those storms can bring flash flooding and damaging winds expect a low of 59 a refreshing breeze for tomorrow with times of clouds and sun we'll see a high tomorrow of 70 Mainly clear skies for tomorrow night with a low of 53. As we wrap up the work week on Friday, expect mostly cloudy skies. We'll see a high Friday of 73. With your Mackey Weather Forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. Happy to be talking with Tim and Kathy Keller in their monthly slot on our show. Always grateful to catch up with the Kellers, see how things are going. Uh, Tim's latest book is going to drop November 1st. It's called Forgive. Why should I and how can I? Tim, before the break, uh, we talked about um, just the idea of forgiveness, how desperately we need it in culture. And you said that your hope was that because so many people can resonate with that idea and just see the 
decrepit nature of how we deal with one another in America right now. Maybe it would draw a lot of people in to read that and consider it. Um, a couple things in the news today. Uh, so first thing off the top, we do a news segment at the beginning of our show each day. Uh, the first thing we were talking, of course, about this young girl, a fourth grader at Robb Elementary School in Uvalde, Texas, who um, – had to, you know, smear the blood of a classmate on herself to appear as she was dead so that she could survive the horror of what was happening in her classroom. And then, of course, the second story, speaking of Rachel Den Hollander, was that 90 women and girls, uh, including star gymnasts who had raised concerns about Larry Nasser back in 2015, are suing mm-hmm. the FBI uh, for ignoring uh, the issue until he could, Larry Nasser could prey on more women for 14 more months. And then police officers arrested an armed man near the Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh's residence early this morning. I mean, there are so there's so many yes. bad stories in the news today. It was kind of overwhelming to just pick four. Um, and so I, I ask you about forgiveness. I ask you where you what does it mean for us today, um, and how can how is it possible to do it? Matthew twenty eight. Or am I mean? Do I mean eighteen, dear? Uh, it's yes, eighteen. Uh, what Kathy's referring yeah. to is I based the book. Place to start, John. Okay, the place to start is the parable of the unforgiving servant. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a pretty famous. It's a place where Jesus tells a story about a a servant who owes a king ten thousand talents, which is actually like a, a ridiculously infinite sum. Sum. The king forgives him, and then the uh, the servant goes off and finds another servant who owes him five bucks, as it were, and throws him into prison because he can't pay. And when the king hears about it, he comes back and says, shouldn't you have had mercy on me the way my, uh, I had mercy on you? Shouldn't you, have, excuse me, shouldn't you have had mercy on your fellow servant the way I had mercy on you? And, what, and then Jesus says, uh, so will my heavenly father do if you don't forgive your brother from the heart. And the basic idea is that what's missing in forgiveness today is the vertical dimension. Mm. That that it, what it's saying is that the, the the parable is saying that the reason why this this servant uh, could not forgive this other guy a fairly small amount was because he the king basically said what I did for you just never sunk in. It just never sunk in. You you, you ignored it or whatever. And I think the fact is we live by God's mercy every second of the day. He keeps our heart pumping, keeps our molecules from not bursting away from each other, keeps our body together. Uh, we, we owe him absolutely everything, and therefore we ought to be serving him and him alone supremely, but we don't do that. And there's a sense in which every single person on the face of the earth, to some degree, is living surely by the mercy and forgiveness of God. And yet, because we don't know it, or because it's not real to us, because we don't think about it, we're constantly having trouble forgiving other people. Mm-hmm. And I, that, that, you know, you're, you're getting a simplistic answer because it's brief here. You have to be brief. But uh, even Rachel Den Hollander, who recognizes, uh, she said at one point when she was so angry about the way in which she'd been abused, she thought about walking away from religion. And then she realized, you know, just get rid of God. You know, just get rid of it. Then I don't have to forgive, and I can just go out and do vengeance. But then she said, okay, if there's no God, then who's to say what's right and wrong? Mm-hmm. Is this just, isn't this like the strong eating the weak? Isn't this evolution, natural selection? You know, uh, right. uh, and she Survival realized, the that 
yeah, if, if I get rid of God, then I actually have no good reason to go out and seek justice. But if I, but if I keep God, then I have to do it without a horrible vengefulness, with, with a certain humility, with a remembrance that I myself am uh, a sinner living only by the mercy of God. Yeah. And that just changes the way I go about getting justice. She went and got justice, but she just didn't do it in a way that a person would have done it who didn't remember that she was living by the mercy of God alone. Right. Okay, so Tim, before the, the break, though, you mentioned a couple of times, you said, well, you know, younger people today are having a harder time forgiving. I mean, is that a, is it a, a, an observation from your perspective uh, uh, as a cultural thing that's happening? Well, it's partly because, frankly, religion is receding. I mean, we, we all know that whenever it says, you know, look at how many people don't have any religious preference, over a third of younger people have no, say they have no religious preference, no religion, something like that. And it's growing very fast. So they're walking away from religion. Interestingly, they say because they see religion as very harsh and vindictive and um, unforgiving, I think. And and it, it, there's plenty of warrant there. We, we have plenty of uh, sure. skeletons in our closet. Yep. On the other hand, then they don't have the resources to forgive where where they're going to need it. Because you, I actually don't believe you can do. You cannot seek justice if you haven't got forgiveness in your heart. Because instead of justice, you'll be seeking vengeance. Mm-hmm. And when you seek the vengeance, it always backfires on you. Not only to become you, you become as cruel as the person who wronged you. But also, very often, they don't respond because you just don't do a good job of it. Right. And uh, so basically, she, she just, it was a, yeah, I think younger people are, are walking away from religion, and they, uh, as a result, they don't have the resources. And that's very, there's it, there's another very thing, concerning. too, as far as young people, is that with social media, they have not had very much experience of face-to-face relationships. Yeah. They have less experience, yeah. let's put it that way. And having to actually talk to a person and say, you know, I'm unhappy about this. You've right. hurt me. You've done right. this wrong. Is a terrifying thought to some <laughs> yeah. people. I mean, yes. But let me quickly add this. My our, our younger, our middle son is a pastor. He's in his early forties, but he's a pastor, so he's a little closer to the ground. He's a lot of younger people in his church, and he says whenever there's a bad relationship, a relationship that goes bad amongst younger people. They don't get together. They just ghost each other. They just stop texting each other. They just they just walk away. And and, and right, they walk away in a way that the, those of us, excuse me for saying that, of older ilk, we had to talk to people. Yeah. If we were going to break up with them, you couldn't do it by text or email or something like that. So you're around. You had to go tell them I'm breaking up with you. For example, mm-hmm. and so Michael, our son, says that younger people have an enormous amount of problems to forgive or to try to reconcile or even to talk to people uh, about uh, when the relationship's gone bad, they just, they just walk away. Right. And there's cancel culture as well on top of it, right? I mean, it's easy to just, uh, uh, you're just invisible to me. And that's right. And there's no, and there's no forgiveness in cancel culture. Hmm. What about that non-forgiveness, um, Tim, that is lauded today as a type of virtue? So if I forgive, I am letting it slide. I'm saying I don't really care about my issue. I'm saying that I'm going to let you get away with it. I'm, it's, it's almost like I am unjust by forgiving you. Or you're weak. Yeah. Or, well, you are in a way selfish. If you, if you define forgiveness the way a lot of secular people do, which is I'm trying to get over my, my anger. I'm, I'm, in other words, I don't want this to bother me anymore, and so I'm going to get past it. 
that's actually very selfish. The reason you should forgive is love. You, you're responding to God's love by loving other people. And when I forgive the perpetrator, I'm doing it out of love for that perpetrator. Not just like, I want to get away from you so you don't hurt me anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want, I, and the best way to not only love the perpetrator, but anybody else that perpetrator might ever in the future hurt would be for me to go confront the perpetrator. And so I would confront and seek justice out of love for God, out of love for the perpetrator, out of love for the perpetrator's victims. And frankly, if you say, I don't want to do that, I just want to get away. That's just that's not love. That's that's just selfishness. Right. I mean, you you know this. I'm sure that uh, Tish Harrison Warren wrote a terrific essay uh, this week in the New York Times about marriage. Yeah. I mean, it, <laughs> have you read it? And you're married. It raised the skin on the back of your yeah. neck. I mean, holy smokes. I mean, talk about forgiveness in in a brutal atmosphere. Mm. I, I loved it. Yeah. And she's a Pittsburgher. Yes, she is. Yes, she is my friend. Well, just a visit, you know. <laughs> I don't think she ever landed in Philly. I hate to bring that up, Tim, right, when you're right, not right. feeling your best, but yeah. it was right there. Hey, before we leave, Kath, talk to, talk to us about, you know, we. so Tim has laid out his weekend plans. Yeah. Now you, yeah, you know, oh. you're the caregiver, Kath. What's it look like for you? Well, I'm not having to do too much caregiving right now. The team here, the people, the doctors, the nurses are amazing. It really, I've gotten a new appreciation for mm. common grace. I don't know how many people... Mm are familiar with that yeah, term, sure. but the fact that God gives gifts to people who makes it rain on the just and on the unjust, mm-hmm. and he makes people smart and wise and skillful on the just and the unjust. I mean, if it was only Christians who knew how to do cutting-edge immunotherapy, we would be <laughs> still back in the caves with you know, pieces of charcoal, yeah. I'm afraid, if, if the Christians were the only ones who could do things. So, I'm not having to do a lot of caregiving right this minute, except caring for Tim and caring about him, etc. Yeah. I don't have to, um, you know, hook up meds and run IVs and that sort of thing. So, but still, you're there. Um, that that part's easy, but you know, being at the at the hospital for you know six, eight, ten hours a day. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's exhausting. Um, well, it's exhausting, but. There's yeah. nobody I'd rather be with. I mean, if I wasn't yeah. with Tim, what would I be wanting? What would I want to do? I mean, Tim, but, Tim and I are probably technically codependent, but in the best <laughs> in the best possible way. I mean, neither one of us wants right. to go see a movie if the other one have, isn't seeing it, so we can talk about right. it afterwards. We call it redemptive codependency. Sure, it's a, that's it's fine. A, <laughs> it'll be my next my next book. <laughs> Look, that's a sickness you can deal with later. Yeah, it'll be it'll be out sometime next year. Uh, hey, uh, yeah. I, John, Kathy, my uh, my sons are each of my sons are going to come down and spend some days here oh, to see me, of course, good. but largely also to support their mom. Yeah. and uh, especially this weekend, our, our oldest son will be here, and I think I, I probably am going to look like, as Kathy says, you're going to look like roadkill. Mm something at truck ran over and and i think she'll probably need some comfort and somebody to be talking to so i think our sons are going to help the caregiver with uh, give her care excellent okay so tim then you go in the tunnel when and hopefully come out when um it's basically friday to sunday generally speaking to monday well yes friday till indefinite they don't really know they don't Um, they want to give him as many they want to give him as many doses of this IL-2 as his body can tolerate and the only way they can tell how many that is is to give him one more than his body can tolerate mm-hmm. okay. and well, then the, the, deal it, with the, 
Yeah, to answer the question, right, Kathy is I'm sorry, Kathy Keller is if you're um, even in other words, the, the side effects might last longer than the, the weekend. It all depends, and there's a lot of them, so we'll see. Mm-hmm. So Got you're going to take it to the limit. One more yeah. time. Yeah, I'll tell you what I'm doing though is I'm needle pointing up a storm, boy. Okay. The world is going to be covered with my needle point. <laughs> I don't care if it's a Victorian thing. There's sure. just there's going to be needle point from here to Pittsburgh and back. So about Good, seven that's or eight fine. Excellent. So, and Tim, we might I might want to suggest reruns of the Rockford Files. I don't know. I mean, you poo pooed it earlier, but I think maybe reconsideration is in order. <laughs> well, okay. Uh, I. I will. I'll see what I can do now no. that I'm done with my book. There's less enthusiasm no, listen, there, Tim. Do it. Do what you have to do, Tim. Love you guys. We love you, we Kath. Really do. We love you. And uh, I, you know, I wrote down on my calendar right at the start of our conversation each day. Pray for Tim and Kath. Mm-hmm. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. And you can be assured that there are thousands of people who are listening to this broadcast. You're going to see the next ones. People all over the world, um, whom to whom you are so important. I thank you. I really appreciate it. Yeah, we may, really do feel surrounded by people's prayers. Fabulous. That matters. Yeah. It does. God be with you, Tim. You too, Kathy. Okay. Love you guys. Thank you. Thank you. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Tim and Kathy Keller. Listen, everybody. Pray for these guys. You're a pray warrior. Friday, Saturday, this is Sunday, it. Monday. Put it into Bring another it. gear here, right? For Bring it friends. on. The experimentation in a man's life. 101.5 WORD. I won! I won! Yes! And we want you to win too. So sign up to receive our contests and sweepstakes updates. Each Friday, you can see new opportunities to win. We regularly give out prizes from books, music, and merchandise to household items, even vacation trips or car payments. Stay up on all the fun. Subscribe to our contests and sweepstakes updates, mailed each Friday. Sign up today at wordfm.com slash subscribe. Turkey and stuffing, real mashed potatoes, sliced top round, Aunt Emma's broccoli casserole, chicken and gravy over buttermilk biscuits. Am I making you hungry yet? Hi, it's me, Marsha, from The Spring House. Do you have a special event coming up in your life? A shower, a wedding, graduation party, company party, anniversary event, or any occasion where you'd love to serve all-natural, farm-fresh foods? Then it's time to give the Springhouse Catering Department a call at 724-228-3339. From your first conversation with Dawn, who will help you create a menu that's unique to you, to the beautiful, bounteous setup and display that my sister Jill and her crew create, you will be delighted. After every catering event, Jill tells our cooks, I wish I could take you with me so you could hear all the wonderful comments guests give us. Give us a call at 724-228-3339 or check out our extensive menu at springhousemarket.com for farm-fresh catering from the Springhouse. I tend to second-guess dinners with friends because they're often interrupted by diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or oily stools. It turns out I have EPI, or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, which means I'm missing the enzymes needed to digest food. My doctor prescribed Creon Pancrelipase, an oral prescription medication that replaces pancreatic digestive enzymes. Creon treats EPI due to cystic fibrosis, chronic pancreatitis, pancreatectomy, or other conditions. Creon may increase your chance of fibrosing colonopathy, a rare bowel disorder. Tell your doctor if you have a history of intestinal blockage or scarring or thickening of your bowel wall. If you're allergic to pork or if you have gout, kidney problems, or worsening of painful swollen joints. Call your doctor if you have any unusual or severe gastrointestinal symptoms or allergic reactions. 
Take Creon as directed by your doctor and always with food. Do not chew capsules as this may cause mouth irritation. Other side effects may include blood sugar changes, gas, dizziness, sore throat, and cough. These are not all the side effects of Creon. Creon is the number one prescribed EPI treatment. Ask your doctor about Creon for EPI and visit Creon.com or call 800-633-9110 to learn more. That's C-R-E-O-N.com. Here's to Eden Christian Academy's Class of 2022 on being accepted at over 100 colleges and universities, on winning nearly $2.3 million in academic scholarships to your National Merit Scholars who joined the top 1% of the nation, the senior athletes who were signed to play collegiate sports, and for your accomplishments in the arts, mock trial, community service, and more. Congratulations. Go forth and let your light shine. Eden Christian Academy, pre-K through 12th grade at EdenChristianAcademy.org. All the conversations we have with people, you just got to feel fortunate to, to be here, mm-hmm. to to sit and listen yep. to Tim and Kathy, to see that marriage and the codependency. <laughs> I mean, the redemptive codependency. <laughs> I love those guys. So I do just, I. I mean, uh, what's shocking? We feel is, so fortunate. Our paths have crossed. Oh my gosh, uh, we really do. You go on and you hear people like criticize the Kellers. I mean, you think what? Really? What are you talking about? How can you find? How can you point your like finger? How about, and poke how about that? just trying to open up your mind and heart to someone who might think about one issue differently than you, who's still a brother and sister in Christ, Jeez. and uh, what, things that you would miss out on if you decided that you wanted to? Well, I'm not going to listen to. I think we're so fortunate to have Tim him. Keller anymore. I'm not going to listen to John MacArthur anymore. I'm not going to listen to John Piper anymore. Like right. whoever it is, what a silly way to live. You know, you're, we're just we're hurting ourselves. Right. You cut yourself off because of some what theological twist that you're, or some you're not political on board twist. With? Or, forget I don't it. Know. I don't understand. But fabulous. I mean, seriously, thinking about Tim and Kathy and the deleting of the immune system mm-hmm. and the rebooting of it. How- <laughs> we have friends right now who I'm not going to talk about by name who are doing the same process mm-hmm. um, here in Pittsburgh. For a different type of cancer. And it is just, from what I'm reading and hearing, incredibly difficult, grueling experience. But if it succeeds, that would be really wonderful. Yeah. I mean, we talked about this the the cancer trials where everyone in the cancer trial, their cancer was eradicated. I was at like 19 people or something Mm -hmm. like that. I mean, we could be on the precipice of something here. That would be a gift from God. Would change the universe and the result of millions of hours of research. Mm-hmm. So fabulous! Prayers for Tim Keller, for Kathy Keller. Of course, we, we think about them often. We sure uh, do. And you think about when you go. Can you imagine like falling into that hole, knowing that this is coming upon yeah. you? Yeah, but he, what he said is right. When you get the flu, you don't know you're going to get the flu. Right, but it's on his calendar. The only thing I could liken it to is when I got the uh, booster. The COVID booster. I was so sick the first time I got the shot. You know I thought I thought maybe I'm going to get, but maybe you don't know. Right. This is like get ready because it's coming. Oh, and it sounds like it's got to be just crushing, just crushing. Okay, we'll take a quick break. Come back. You're listening to Pittsburgh's Christian Talk. The radio station is 101.5 Word FM. That's W O R D. Back in the booth. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshares. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, well, you need my help. 
Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, founder and CEO of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare. And the process started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. Sounds crazy, right? Well, the crazy thing is this never ends. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. I guarantee if we can't cancel your timeshare, you'll pay nothing. Were you lied to when buying a timeshare and want out? Get the facts about timeshare cancellation. Call Wesley now for your free information kit. 800-889-5566. 800-889-5566. 800-889-5566. Addiction is a disease that does not discriminate. At Recovery Centers of America, we see its impact on people from all walks of life. Every day, a mom or dad drinking too much every night, an athlete hiding a pill addiction, a healthcare professional or first responder dealing with work-related trauma through substance use, a young adult who started the party in college and hasn't been able to stop. In the past year, over 100,000 people in the U.S. died from overdoses, including many from our local community. If you're hearing this and you think you're different, that you have a habit and not an addiction, I want you to hear this message and challenge your relationship with alcohol and drugs. If you are struggling, there is a solution. We can help you today. Call 1-888-RECOVERY now at Recovery Centers of a America, we will answer your call 24-7. Many of us personally understand your pain, and we will work with you to determine the best treatment option that fits your needs. In our care, our medical and clinical experts will help you achieve recovery. Don't wait to get help. Call 1-888-RECOVERY now. That's 1-888-RECOVERY. The Mechanical Services Company. Trusted, proven, preferred for all mechanical systems. Heating and air, our team has got you covered. Maintenance, service, installs and repair. Call us when you need comfort. Online at TMSCHVAC.com. The Mechanical Services Company. Trusted, proven, preferred. What makes AutoZone America's number one battery destination? Because they offer free battery testing and charging and reliable replacement batteries starting at just $79.99. And they've always got your battery solution. Get in the zone. AutoZone. 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh. On your smart speaker by saying, play the word Pittsburgh. And on your phone via the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey. I was out today, beautiful day, put some sunscreen on. Really? Yeah. I've got some sunscreen in my car. You know, it's like a little bottle there. Okay. So then I was thinking, you know, putting it on, I was thinking, am I doing this right? I mean, it's, it's just like, does it solve anything? Mm-hmm. So I, I looked it up. Sunscreen is supposed to be a supplement to your effectiveness in avoiding the sun. Okay. They're saying you should wear, you know, Sunglasses, sun hat, your sun shirt, all those things. <laughs> well, right? It sounds like a good time. Right. Um, and then liberally, liberally apply sunscreen like a shot glass, uh, an ounce of sunscreen, 45 minutes to an hour before you go out in what? the sun. And then 25 minutes after you're out in the sun, apply a second dose. I'm just saying what I've read. That way you're more covered. Right, so you've got a preemptive strike. Mm-hmm. So it soaks into your, you know, your body, I guess, 
right? An hour before. I, I, I have never done that in Neither my life. Neither do I. I go outside and put it on. Christy, you live it with a pool. Is that the way you oh. proceed? I don't even wear sunscreen. She doesn't put it on. Yeah, that's because she's got nice dark skin. Well, she's going to regret that. You well, know she is. Well, listen. My shoulders are peeling, so oh, I am she's regretting, it. regretting it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so listen to him and not to me. I yeah. like. I know. Like. Like the. I'm me. I hate sunscreen, sunscreen so what? much. I love it. I hate I love it. it. I hate the smell I would of it. Use it. I hate the feel of it. I as love soon the smell as I put it. it on, I cannot wait to take a shower. What? I hate it. I would use it as cologne. Oh. Seriously, I love the smell of it okay, so much. That gross. Makes, puts me in a happy place. That is a particularly low rent cologne. That is not a low rent cologne. <laughs> no, it is. It, no, it, it smells like is. you know. I'm going to the beach. No, I, you I think it, it so smells much. like you're going to the beach? That's what, not everybody? what everyone around you might think. The ride home with John and Kathy, a production of Salem Media Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.